What's up, my brothers and my sisters? It is your boy, your host, Young Gospel. And I have a great message for you guys today, as always. But today's message comes on the side of caution and anger because I see what the enemy is doing. Let me ask you something. Have you ever told yourself platforms like TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook are good because I can share the word of God. I can really create change and people are being responsive to my content. Have you ever thought about the trade-off, the videos that you are being exposed to? Now, you might say to yourself, it's okay, I'm doing this for God. Well, let me tell you something about your eyes. I am Young Gospel, and this message is called TikTok and the Short Videos of Hell. Young, Young Gospel, Gospel. I got you, I got you, I got you. Young Gospel's Podcast. My hope is in the building, my hope is out the ceiling My hope is that I hope these Christians really do feel me Mama, I'm a different Christian, I'm on a different path I took a different mission, the blood, the life I got the passion of the Christ Everyone's so hostile, they used to call me T-Money Now it's Young Gospel, so go with me To a land you'll never see, it's free, but it's sexy Yeah. Gospels Podcast. My brothers and my sisters, I have to do this. I have to warn you about the snare of the enemy. The trade-off is too big. The trade-off is too much. We are losing more than what we're gaining because the eyes have to be guarded. There is so many people in the Bible that fell because of what their eyes were exposed to. So let me just jump right in. Genesis 3, 6, and the word of God says the following. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes. See, this was the tree that the Lord had forbidden Eve to eat from. When the woman saw the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes, there was something about this tree that looked juicier, that looked shinier. Maybe the fruit even looked plumpier and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise she took of its fruit and ate and she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate then the eyes of both were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths the destruction of mankind the destruction 
of a man and woman came through the eyes of what they saw. You are looking at short videos. You are being exposed to short videos of worldly people, of worldly music, and you think it has no influence over your life. But the Bible warns us against what we see with our eyes this is going to be the battle of the century this is not a popular opinion amongst christians this is not a popular opinion on the earth or in hell but let me tell you what heaven feels let me tell you how heaven views it these apps have all been created for the destruction of man kind not only has more marriages been broken more people have cheated more people have been able to get in touch with ex-husbands and ex-wives more people are flocking to these websites to watch graphic content to watch ungodly content nakedness more people are flocking to these sites to even watch pornography there was a time where Twitter, from what I heard, had pornography on their site and it was lawful. These websites, these applications, these social media sites are not being governed by the FCC. These are private entities that are ruling with an iron fist and want to desensitize the nation. Think about the conservativeness, the Christians that are being silenced right now on these same sites. Now, right now, it's political. Oh, it's a political thing. Right now, they're coming after orange man bad, the politics. But what happens when conservatism and Christianity meet? Because they do meet. And what happens when Christianity starts to get silenced on these platforms? They fed you lies. They fed you propaganda. They fed you destruction. They fed you the path that goes to hell. And now they're gonna silence you. Brothers and sisters, we are living some very crazy times and you're gonna have to make a decision. You're gonna have to choose between good and evil, even if it means that you will not be looking at these sites any longer. I want you to pray about it. I want you to fast about it and ask God if he wants you to continue looking at these sites. I have another scripture here that comes out of 2 Samuel 11, 2. I'll start at 1. It says, In the spring of the year, the time when kings go out to battle, David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they ravaged the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah. But David remained at Jerusalem. It happened late one afternoon when David arose from his couch and was walking on the roof of the king's house that he saw the eyes that he saw. This came in through his eyes from the roof, a woman bathing and the woman was very beautiful. How many of us are flipping through TikTok? Instagram short videos and we're seeing women pretty much naked in bathing suits in very tight attire ungodly attire and we either watch the video or we flip through it thinking that 
oh, nothing happened. Nothing to see here, folks. I flipped the video. God saw it. You know, the, the apostles saw it. I have a cloud of witnesses that shows that I only saw it for a second. It was no more than two seconds, maybe three. That's how it starts. That's how the enemy starts creeping into your mind, into your brain, and into the heart. Now, let's continue. And David sent and inquired about the woman. So it was not enough that David saw the woman bathing, but he realized how beautiful she was. And then he took it a step further and sent to inquire about her. And one said, is it not this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah, the Hittite? So David sent messengers and took her and she came to him and he lay with her. Think about everything that happened because of what David saw. That's where it all started. He saw from his rooftop a woman bathing. That's how it all started. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how sin creeps into our lives. We start with a little bit of Instagram, then we move over to Reels, and then we go to TikTok. We start watching these short videos, and now the brainwashing begins. You vouch and you tell yourself, I'm not going to watch that kind of content. I'm going to follow the people that I want to follow, and I'm just going to stick to those that I follow, and it's going to be all Christians. You're fooling yourself because there's going to come a time where within those videos, there's going to be a video of someone doing something that's ungodly and it's gonna burn the image into your mind. The same thing that happened here with David. Now let's see how far it goes and what David ends up doing because now he went as far as to lay with her. Now she had been purifying herself from her uncleansiness. Then she returned to her house and the woman conceived and then she sent and told David, I am pregnant. This right here is very unfortunate because this is going to bring David the biggest problems of his life. But look at how far David ended up going. He started trying to cover up lie after lie after lie after lie and it only led to his own demise all because of what David saw I'm reading out of 2nd Samuel 11:14 In the morning David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it by the hand of Uriah In the letter he wrote set Uriah in the forefront of the hardest fighting mind you Uriah is Bersheba's husband who was just off to war being loyal fighting for his country fighting for the king fighting for david and here david is backstabbing him for what david saw it happened with what david saw ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters what you see is so important in your life because what you see is what you will become. The enemy has been studying us for over 2,000 years. And believe me, he's 1,000 times smarter than you. And he knows how to creep and wiggle and worm his way into your life. Here is David covering up for a sin that he committed with another man's wife. 
He has her pregnant. And now he's sending to send Uriah, the husband, to the front line, to the hardest fighting. And then draw back from him, he says, that he may be struck down and die. What started off as just a walk on the rooftop led to David seeing a beautiful woman, led to David calling out for her. He knew she was married, did not care, laid with her, got her pregnant, and now he's wishing the death of Uriah. This is premeditated crime and the Lord will not have it and 16 says and as joab was besieging the city he assigned uriah to the place where he knew there were valiant men men that were strong were ready to fight wanted that conflict and the men of the city came out and fought with joab and some of the servants of david among the people fell uriah the hittite also died he got a man killed after this man was being loyal to the hand of the king after this man was serving david's kingdom fighting for his kinfolk for his people david sends them out to the front line to the hardest fighting and premeditatedly has him killed because david knew that if he sent him to the front line uriah would surely die and let me tell you all this came from what david saw so don't tell me that those short videos don't involve something that's gonna make you fall don't tell me that those short videos that you're flipping through because you have such an educated finger that you only saw that one post for one to two to three seconds and you have a cloud of witnesses that say you're okay no my brother no my sister you're not okay you're falling and you're allowing the enemy to slowly worm his way back into your life 18 says then joab sent and told david all the news about the fighting and 19 says and he instructed the messenger when you have finished telling all the news about the fighting to the king then if the king's anger rises and if he says to you why did you go so near to the city to fight did you not know that they would shoot from the wall who killed abimelech the son of Jerushabeth, did not a woman cast an upper millstone on him from the wall so that he died at Thebes? Why did you go so near the wall? Then you shall say, your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. 22 says, so the messenger went and came and told David all that Joab had sent him to tell. So now Joab's messenger is talking to David. The messenger said to David, the men gained an advantage over us and came out against us in the field, but we drove them back to the entrance of the gate. Then the archers shot at your servants from the wall. Some of the king's servants are dead, and your servant Uriah the Hittite is also dead. David said to the messenger, Thus shall you say to Joab, 
do not let this matter displease you, for the sword devours now one and now another. Strengthen your attack against the city and overthrow it, and encourage him. When the wife of Uriah heard that Uriah, her husband, was dead, she lamented over her husband. And when the mourning was over, David sent and brought her to his house, and she became his wife and bore him a son. But the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. Think about the cover-up that David is trying to pull here. David is trying to pull a fast one, but the Lord will not have it all because what David saw on that rooftop. 12 says, And the Lord sent Nathan to David. He came to him and said to him, he told him a story. Check out how he said it and look at what he said. He said, there were two men in a certain city, the one rich and the one poor. Two men, one rich, one poor. The rich man had very many flock and herds, but the poor man had nothing but one little ewe lamb, which he had bought. So the poor man only has small little lamb, one sheep. And he brought it up and he grew it up with him and his children. It used to eat of his morsel and drink from his cup and lie in his arms. And it was like a daughter to him. Now there came a traveler to the rich man and he was unwilling to take one of his own flock or herd to prepare for the guests who had come to him. But he took the poor man's lamb and prepared it for the man who had come to him. Then David's anger was greatly kindled against the man, and he said to Nathan, As the Lord lives, the man who has done this deserves to die, and he shall restore the lamb fourfold, because he did this thing, and because he had no pity. Nathan said to David, You are the man. Thus said the Lord, the God of Israel, I anointed you king over Israel, and I delivered you out of the hand of Saul. And I gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your arms and gave you the house of Israel and of Judah. And if this were too little, I would add to you as much more. Why have you despised the word of the Lord to do what is evil in his sight? You have struck down Uriah the Hittite with the sword and have taken his wife to be your wife and have killed him with the sword of the Ammonites. Now, therefore, the sword shall never depart from your house, David, because you have despised me and have taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your wife. Thus says the Lord, behold, I will rise up evil against you out of your own house, and I will take your wife before your eyes and give them to your neighbor and he shall lie with your wives in the sight of this son for you did it secretly but i will do this thing before all israel and before the son david said to nathan i have sinned against the lord and nathan said to david the lord also has put away your sin you shall not die, nevertheless, because by this deed you have utterly scorned the Lord. The child who is born to you shall die. Then Nathan went to his house. 
the child that David had with Bathsheba surely died. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, this is the consequence for what one man saw on the rooftop. And these are the consequences that some of us are facing. Some of us are not literally dying, but we're spiritually dying. Some of us are not just killing ourselves, but we're infecting everyone in our household with what we see. We are starting to desire the things of the world. We are desiring the women of the world, the men of the world. We are desiring certain beauties. We want people to look a certain way. And we are just spreading this all over our household. I want to read to you something out of the book of Proverbs. This is Proverbs 12, 15. And the Bible says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. See, some of us are fools because we think that what we're doing is right in our own eyes because it is my life and I can live my life however I want to however I deem it to be so well God calls you a fool because a wise man listens to advice saith the Lord this is coming out of Proverbs 15:3 the eyes of the Lord are in every place keeping watch on the evil and the good we cannot escape it, brothers and sisters. We cannot escape the Lord. We cannot go under a rock. We cannot go into a cave. We cannot go into our restroom. We cannot go into our room, into our closet and think that we are escaping the eyes of the Lord because he sees it all. But what does our Lord say about temptation? Matthew 18 verse 7. Woe to the world for temptations to sin for it is necessary that temptations come but woe to the one by whom the temptation comes and if your hand or your foot causes you to sin cut it off and throw it away it is better for you to enter life crippled or lame than with two hands or two feet to be thrown into the eternal fire verse 9 says and if your eye if your eye causes you to sin tear it out and throw it away it is better for you to enter life with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into hell of fire the lord is very clear here and he is warning us about our limbs he is warning us about our eyes and what our eyes can cause us to do because our eyes can surely take us to hell that's why he says it is better for you to come into heaven without an eye than for you to not come at all it is very important that we understand what we see has a great impact on who we are what we do and what we become matthew 6 22 says the eye is the lamp of the body so if your eye is healthy your whole body will be full of light but if your eye is bad your whole body will be full of darkness if then the light in you is darkness how great is that darkness i am not trying to make you do something i'm not trying to inflict 
fear upon you, but I am just telling you, heed this warning. Be cautious about how you tread on these platforms because they have not been created by godly men. They are not being ruled over by godly men. So please, brothers and sisters, be careful what your eyes are looking at and what you're introducing to your eye. And I will end with this. 1 John 2.15 Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. If you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life is not from the Father, but it is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. Brothers and sisters, I'm going to ask you, do you want to abide forever? There is a kingdom at hand and we want to be a part of it. But in order to be a part of it, we have to guard our eyes now more than ever. Visually, we're living in the most visual time in history because now everything, all the information that we're looking at, everything that we're perceiving, we're perceiving it with our eyes. Brothers and sisters, I have to end this podcast. I love you in Jesus name and I will hope that you guard your heart you guard your eyes you guard what you look at because everything has an impact and everything has a chain reaction i love you in jesus name i am signing off young young gospel gospel i got you i got you i got you young gospels hope is in the building, my hope is out the ceiling, my hope is that I hope these Christians really do feel me, mama, I'm a different Christian, I'm on a different path, I took a different mission, the blood, the life, I got the passion of the Christ, everyone's so hostile, they used to call me team money, now it's young gospel, so go with me to a land you'll never see, it's free, but it's sex and sincerity, yeah. Gospels 